Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. We hear a lot about the COVID-19 vaccines these days, but some people still have questions, and that's okay. Here to help answer them is Dr. Bill Relaford, speaking on behalf of the California Department of Public Health. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. How have you been? I've been well. Thank you. If you would, Dr. Relaford, start by telling us about how the COVID-19 vaccines work. Well, I mean, it's really important for the community as a whole to understand that this is not anything new. People have been vaccinated for decades for different diseases. The reason we don't see anyone with polio because we have the polio vaccine. And the COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective as well. What the vaccine does, it kind of jumpstarts your immune system a little bit. With the shot, with the new technology available, this allows your immune system to fight the COVID-19 virus naturally Yes, you may have a few side effects of sore arm, maybe a little nausea or headache, but for the most part, it's very, very safe and effective. And how safe are they? I would say they're very, very safe. And I, and I always like to put the safety question into perspective that not many people that are really, really uh, adversely affected from the COVID-19 uh, vaccine. So I would say that with the millions of people that have been vaccinated around the world, particularly the United States, that it's very, very safe and effective. So I don't think that there's very, very little to worry about. Are there side effects to the vaccines? There are a number of well-documented side effects, but most of them are uh, confined to maybe redness in the arm, swelling, headache, muscle pain, chills, fever, and nausea. This only lasts a few days, and after that, most people are back to work and continuing on their daily activities. I was vaccinated. And uh, I was one of the first to be vaccinated. I was vaccinated with the Moderna. And my arm was a little sore, a little tender for about a half a day. I felt maybe a little slight headache. But after that, I was back into my office seeing a few patients and, you know, doing my work. Everyone's been working virtually now with Zoom. I've been Zooming ever since I got my vaccine. Can people with pre-existing medical conditions get the vaccine? Absolutely. And I believe that people who have pre-existing uh, or what we call comorbidities, those are the ones that need to be the first in line. The people that have diabetes, high blood pressure, and even those with immunocompromised conditions, need to be vaccinated, and they may even need to be available to get the booster. Those people that are immunocompromised may even uh, be required to get the booster. 
after a certain uh, period of time. How long after the final dose is someone considered fully vaccinated? You know, it takes about 14 days after the second shot before you can say that you're fully vaccinated. It doesn't mean that you are, you can go out and just have a ball and just you know, mix and mingle and go into a sea and ocean of people. But I think that you can rest assured that you are protected from experiencing the most severe complications of COVID-19, which is being intubated, uh, being on life support, or even dying. I'm speaking with Dr. Bill Relaford of the California Department of Public Health. Why is it important for people to get the COVID-19 vaccine? It's important for as many people to get vaccinated as possible. It's kind of like a strange arms race. We're trying to race to get more people vaccinated. The virus is racing to infect as many people as possible. So right now, we're probably losing this uh, arms race. We need more people vaccinated so we can kind of contain and isolate this very, very deadly virus. If someone has already had COVID-19, do they need to get the vaccine or do they have natural immunity? Thank you for that question. I think that there's a lot of disinformation or misinformation about, well, I got COVID-19 or I had it or I think I had it. I had people out there saying things like, well, I think I had COVID-19, so I'm not going to get the vaccine. Well, rest assured, you have so many variants out there. Those variants are really fine-tuned and laser-focused on infecting people like the Delta variant. So I think that, yes, if you've had COVID-19, you need to be vaccinated for sure. How does everyone getting vaccinated help end this pandemic? As I mentioned, the fewer people the virus has the ability to replicate itself in, the better the world would be, our communities and our families. Just think for a moment that if we were able to get this under control, people can get back to work, people can open up their businesses full capacity. Until this is done, I think it's going to have far-reaching impact for us for decades to come if we don't do the work that's required to contain this virus. Why do we have to start wearing masks again? Well, you know, that's a good question. It's very important that we start wearing masks again primarily because this prevents the spread of COVID-19 virus. Wearing a mask covering indoors and getting tested helps stop the spread of COVID-19 and its variants. So as someone who got the one-and-done vaccine, I'm very curious, why was the Johnson & Johnson vaccine paused for a while? That's a good question. They identified using their very, very sophisticated monitoring system as you can imagine, this has been an unbelievable undertaking to move so quickly to address this pandemic. But the systems in place identified a few complications of people that had low platelet counts and put them at risk of a very rare blood clotting scenario. Uh, once that had been identified and addressed, um, now the, the one and done is back on the market and it's just as safe as some of the other vaccines that are out there. So I don't have anything to worry about because I got the J&J vaccine. No, you, you should be fine. If you receive the one and done, you should be just as protected as those that have the vaccine that require two shots. And the J&J one and done is very, very appealing because people are very, very reluctant to get any kind of shot. So the fewer, the better. I happened to get the one that was first available 
I think a lot of people in our community, they're kind of treating this vaccine catalog, so to speak, like they're shopping for a pair of shoes or a handbag or something. I think you should get the first vaccine that's made available to you. I always use the analogy that we want a sinking ship like a Titanic or something like that. Would we be choosing between the red boat, the blue boat, and the pink boat? I think you need to get on any boat that's available to get off this sinking ship. I'm speaking with Dr. Bill Relliford, speaking on behalf of the California Department of Public Health. Tell us about the Pfizer 12 Plus vaccine. Why should our children get the vaccine if cases are low and kids generally aren't severely impacted by COVID-19? Well, you know, that's a very, very good question. Uh, The fact that many of our children do live with parents that may have comorbidities, diabetes, high blood pressure, they could be a reservoir of ready and able COVID-19 virus to infect the people around them. So we have to circle around and vaccinate those people that live in our families and our communities. So children that are 12 and above should be vaccinated. And I think I'd like to applaud the, the government from taking a very strategic approach of getting the seniors done than other uh, people in the population. And now uh, with our children, I think once that's done, I think we can begin to uh, close the loop and to uh, have a nice tight system in our communities and our families to prevent the COVID-19 virus from affecting us. When and where can parents sign up to get their teens vaccinated? There's a website called myturn.gov. I think it's myturn.ca.gov. And they can also call a hotline one eight three three four two two forty two fifty five. That's one eight three three four two two forty two fifty five. You can call there. You can call your family doctor. They should be able to give you the information needed if someone under twelve, but of course with their legal guardian in place, uh, to get the vaccine. What documents should parents bring? Is there a consent form that's needed? They definitely would need to bring a consent form from a parent or legal guardian in order to be vaccinated. Families should check with their vaccine provider for acceptable forms that they should bring to, to any of the sites. But that's kind of standard with any kind of vaccination, not just a COVID vaccine, but other vaccines as well. Parents need to be there or a legal guardian. Are the vaccines safe for young people between the ages of 12 and 15? Absolutely. Uh, there have been a number of very successful clinical trials and it's shown that the vaccine is very safe and highly effective in protecting against some of the severe illnesses and death and hospitalization between the ages of 12 and 15. So I think the FDA has done an amazing job, and they've granted emergency clearance for a particular Pfizer vaccine for this eligible group. What side effects have you seen in adolescents who got the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, the, the side effects really don't vary that much between adults. Uh, our younger people still can get a, a sore arm or, or fever, fatigue, chills, headache, and maybe a little nausea. But those are some of the same symptoms that we see in adults across the country. Were the vaccines thoroughly tested in this age group and all age groups? Like, where can people go to see the research or studies about the vaccines? Well, there's a number of platforms and portals you can see some of the research. But from what I understand, the Pfizer Phase three clinical trial, they actually use about 2,200, 2,300 uh, young adults between the 12, age of 12 and 15. And they found that uh, it was very, very effective in preventing people from uh, being affected by the COVID-19 virus. So I think the, the, the country has done an amazing job 
And, you know, of course, there's a lot of hesitancy about the government and a lot of misinformation about that. But this is something that can do enormous damage, especially to some of our vulnerable and under-resourced communities. I'm speaking with Dr. Bill Relaford of the California Department of Public Health. If a teen is concerned about getting the COVID-19 vaccine, what conversation should a parent or guardian have with them? That's a very, very good question. You know, kids are known for not wanting to get a shot of any kind. So the COVID-19 vaccine is no different than any other kind of shot. But I think the conversation that they need to have with their children is that they can get back to a sense of normalcy. They can go back to playing with their friends, having sleepovers, and doing some of the things that young people want to do. I think the COVID-19 pandemic has really been a devastating thing for a lot of our young people, even my youngest daughter who graduated from college last year, we couldn't do the college graduation. We couldn't do a lot of things. It was a very, very difficult time. So I think the the sooner we get our younger people vaccinated, the sooner that they can, can resume some sense of normalcy in a young person's life. Are the vaccines as effective for adolescents as they are for adults? Clinical trials have shown that they are just as effective it protects against the severe illnesses, hospitalization, and death uh, in those ages of 12 to 15. So I would say that it's, it's very safe across the board between all age groups. How will someone's information be used when they get a vaccine? That's a very, very good question because a lot of people are worried about their vaccination status being weaponized either from an employer or any other type of activities a person may be involved in. So the state of California has taken enormous steps uh, in conjunction with the federal government to ensure that everyone's health information remains private. How can someone sign up for a vaccine? You can go to a number of the COVID-19 vaccine hotlines. The one in particular, once again, you can call the COVID-19 hotline at 833-422-4255 to get information about where to get vaccinated. You also can go to myturn.ca.gov. So a lot of dots, dot .govs, and .coms these days, so sometimes it takes a minute to get all that together. If someone is concerned that the COVID-19 vaccine may affect fertility, what would you say to them? I would say this. So far, there's no fertility loss that's ever been reported in the clinical trials. And in the millions of women that have had uh, the vaccine, nothing has been reported to date. Getting vaccinated is the best way to protect you and your unborn child. Uh, what I've seen in my, in my own practice, talking to men in particular, when it comes to fertility, I'd share with them some of the data that's out there that the one complication that affects men in particular is erectile dysfunction if you survive COVID-19. And most of them, they say, well, where do I sign up to get the shot? Is the vaccine safe for people who want to get pregnant later? Absolutely. I think that's the best thing a person can do to protect themselves and their unborn child. There is currently no evidence that any vaccines, including COVID-19 vaccines, can cause fertility problems or problems with those trying to conceive or get pregnant. The unfounded claims linking COVID-19 vaccines to infertility have been scientifically disproven. And even the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology recommends vaccination for all eligible people who may consider future pregnancy. I'm speaking with Dr. Bill Relaford, speaking on behalf of the California Department of Public Health. 
Were black people included in the trials and study of the vaccine? Yeah, African-Americans were included in some of the trials for the vaccine. However, you know, there was a lot of hesitancy. Many of these companies did not achieve the numbers they wanted to, but the numbers that were gathered were substantial enough and significant enough to show that the vaccine would be safe in people like, of course, African-Americans and other uh, ethnic groups. What is California doing to educate and motivate those who are unsure about the vaccine, especially those in marginalized communities? Well, California is, uh, of course, I believe on the cutting edge. When you look at the state of California and other states in the union, you look at Texas, and you look what's happening in Florida. I think California is doing an amazing job to getting the information out there in a very focused and equity-based manner. We have another number of campaigns. For example, in March, the California Department of Public Health announced a new public education campaign called Let's Get It to Immunity. I like that. Uh, under its Vaccinate LA 58 effort. Uh, also, the, the Vaccinate All 58 campaign is working closely with the California Department of Social Services to produce materials in at least 18 languages throughout the campaign. And I think that's very, very substantial to provide this to a very, very diverse population here in the state of California. As I mentioned before, you can go to myturn.ca.gov to learn more about the various campaigns that are out there. In addition to that, you can go to the various hotlines, and once again, you can dial 833-422-4255 to get more information and to schedule your vaccination appointment. What's being done to ensure that those who live in our most marginalized communities, particularly our black, Latino, and low-income communities, get access to the vaccine? That's a very, very uh, good question. As you are aware, African-Americans are some of the lowest vaccinated groups in the country. Of course, this is due to the history of being marginalized during pre-COVID times. And now with the pandemic, that has actually exacerbated and magnified the whole health disparities issues. And because of that... There's been a number of campaigns to help to address this head on. There's various partnerships with uh, existing community-based organizations to get information to where people actually congregate and where they live and where they work. The government's actually working with barbershops and salons to get the information out there to some of the vulnerable people in under-resourced communities across the country. The state of California is also allocating 4% of the state's vaccines to the lowest 25% of zip codes based upon the Public Health Alliance and Southern California's Health Healthy Places Index. So there's a number of statewide initiatives to really target some of those people that are most the most vulnerable and the most marginalized. So that's what we're dealing with right now. But I think if we pull our hands together, we can get the job done. I've been speaking with Dr. Bill Relaford, speaking on behalf of the California Department of Public Health. Is there anything else you want us to know? For those people who are tired of being on lockdown and, and wearing masks and, and all of the, the uncertainty with economics and your job and education, I think being vaccinated is the best insurance policy to make sure that all Americans can get back to a sense of normalcy with their families, their loved ones, their education, and their businesses. And tell us again where people can go to get more information on getting the vaccine. For those people that are interested in becoming vaccinated or getting the vaccination shots, you can go to myturn.ca.gov.
That's my term. That's www.myterm.ca.gov. Or you can call the hotline. That hotline number is 833-422-4255. Once again, that's 833-422-4255. If you want to find out more information about the vaccine or to schedule a time where you or a loved one can be vaccinated. I've been speaking with Dr. Bill Relaford, speaking on behalf of the California Department of Public Health. Thank you for speaking with us today. Thank you for being on the front lines. Please congratulate your daughter on her college graduation, and here's to continued health. Thank you so much. She would have really appreciate that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.